That's right. We're back. It's 2020. It's a whole new year. And yes, I created a whole new theme already. Of course, it's only generic. I still got, I need, I need time to figure out all the other samples I've got. <laughs> but anyway, this is Beyond the Airways, the Infinity Project, our model this year. Bringing the news no politicians want to hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. You guys trust us? We're really sick and tired of the politics, and of course, unfortunately, this is a huge election year, so you know what that means. We're going to avoid it as much as possible. It's going to hit the fan, duck. (laughs) Vote blue. Yeah. Vote blue. Yep. Doesn't matter who it is. Vote blue. Yep. Agreed. All right. Well, anyway, um, this is Beyond the Airways, the Infinity Project. It's Monday, our first show back. That means we can wrap up a Monday Night Madness, but of course, we're going to have plenty to back up with. I'll be back in a minute. Off for a month. Okay. Introduce me, and then I'll go. All right. Go. All right. Um, I'm your host for tonight. I am Oddball Extreme. I'm currently joined in the line by two of my crazy cohorts. First, we have the AZ Magician. Good evening to you, Madea. Hello. And welcome back to the new year, people. Yep. And we also have Red Ranger Tim. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, Madea. And yes, that's right, folks. We back. <laughs> we've been off for we've been off we've been off, you know, for about for almost a month and so forth. <laughs> so, but let's see. I know I I see. How was everybody's Christmas, Tim? How was yours? Rather uneventful, but it was good. Otherwise, that's good. Yeah, mine was mine was pretty good too. Yeah, we had we had all the family we had all the family over um this year for Christmas. Well, as you know, I don't really have much in the way of family, so it's almost another any any other day for me. Mhm. Yeah, and and Ashley just joined the chat room cuz I forgot to open the chat room. <laughs> and by the way, yes, you might have noticed we're still not quite on Spreaker yet. I've been testing it out. It's fine, but we need some time to test it out as a team to make sure this works. You know what I mean? Well, so we're estimating, what, about another month at most? I, I'd say a month at the most. As I've tried it, it works great. Now the challenge I'm is back. trying to make sure. Oh, welcome back. Welcome right. back. Yeah. We just had to go tell it's the not... folks good night. That's fine. Yeah, well, let's see. I tested Spreaker myself. The quality is excellent. It's just the challenge now is trying to make sure I can understand how we get other people in. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's I know exactly what you mean. Left. I think that's the only thing left. And another thing we have to remember is there is something. If, you, if you're going to use Skype, you're going to have to use something. There's something you have to download, but it, it, I've tried it. It works fine. So. I don't use Skype, so I don't have to worry about it. Right. But i got to check and see if there's a call-in number, because I don't know if there's a call-in number or not. <laughs> if, it isn't, if it isn't, a few people are up shit creek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but hey, we're going to have time. We're gonna. I'm going to check into it. So. But let's face it. We're all preoccupied by the holidays. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Tim, how did your Christmas go? Well, he, well, he just told me it was uh, uneventful. Yeah, as I said earlier, it was rather uneventful because I don't really have much in the way of family left. 
So for me, it's become just any other day. Well, what about your family here? I wished well, I'd have known. Are... We could have gotten in touch with Tim and on Christmas Day, surely. Oh, well. well. You guys have known that in previous years. That hasn't changed. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> I just hope my year doesn't go sideways. Oh, I know it's going to be a bit challenging for me this year because of the simple fact that um, I'm going to lose my job sometime this year. I hope so. it's not until the end of the year. Yeah, I, I mean, change, I hope they change their minds. I wish they could, but I doubt it because what's happening is um, I've been working at my job for almost 22 years. In fact, it will be 22 years exactly on January 23rd. Now, I know this. I am guaranteed one more spring season. It's going to be sometime after the spring season and before the end of the year. That's all I know right now. It could be at any point between that those two parts of the year. Between May and December, right? Right. I wish they could change their minds, but I will tell you right now, some of the equipment has already been moved up from Montgomery to Kansas City. So... Is that Kansas City, Missouri, or Kansas City, Kansas? Kansas City, Missouri. All right. As much as I would love, as much as I wish I could take a job up there, there are three things that will keep me from doing it. One, I don't know anyone up in Kansas City. Two, I am not uprooting myself and my mother because she knows nobody up there. And three, it's way too close to Tornado Alley, and I vowed never to take a job anywhere in Tornado Alley. Not to mention the cold, Jack's snowy, icy winters. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I would not be used to that. You know, cold, snowy, icy winters, the severe weather threat in the spring. I would be on edge probably every single day. <laughs> I kind of feel that way now, but I. Don't really go anywhere. So as long as I stay in the building, I should be fine. Yeah. Well, me, um, I I will tell you this right now. Um, you know, something may be happening this weekend when the um, when the Storm Prediction Center already puts out a 15% possibility of severe weather six days ahead. Well, I said it before, and I said, and I'll say it again. The only thing predictable about the weather is its unpredictability. Right. Period. And yeah, and there's Sajo. He just joined the chat. Ashley's already in Hello, the chat. Hello, Sajo. Happy New Year, Sajo. Mhm. Hey, Sajo. But yeah. Yeah, but I mean. So this way, they've already got they already have a thirty percent chance of severe weather in parts I think Texas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. And we got that fifteen we got that fifteen percent on Saturday. But, you know, things could you know, there's there's still a long way to go. So it could change it could get better or it could get worse. <laughs> Surely change the subject real quick. I got my baby Yoda coloring pages. Oh yes, um, I need. I do need to mention that. Um, 
Baby Yoda has like been the big hit thanks because of the Mandalorian, okay? But since there's not really a lot of merchandise yet, somebody at Vulture.com, that's part of the New York, that's part of the, uh, I think it's part of the New Yorker, uh, he came up with six free printable coloring pages with Baby Yoda. So, um, let me go find that website. Hang on. Take advantage of your life, the cutie. Mm-hmm. But let's do our movie wrap-up, Cheryl. Okay. Hold on a second. Uh, I hope it... There it is. Yeah. Okay, I'll post that in a minute. But anyway, um... Let's see, we haven't checked out the box office in a little while, but you know what? I'm just going to check out this past weekend because I think the same movie's been winning for the past three, four weekends in a row anyway. <laughs> oh, my. Is that called, the, by any chance, called The Rise of Skywalker? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Yes, sir <laughs> the winner for the winner for this weekend, January third to the fifth, was in fact Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, it grows thirty-four point five million dollars, which is a drop of fifty-two point three percent. However, the uh, total gross so far: four hundred fifty-one million five hundred eighty-two thousand two hundred fifty-six. So that's not bad. And let's that's see. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see, Jumanji The Next Level scored $26.2 million for second place. Its total gross is $235,933,751 in four weeks. That's not bad at all. All right, the number three movie was Little Women, uh, $13.6 $13. million, total gross $60 million in its second week. Meanwhile, Frozen 2 made $11.8 million. Uh, total gross four hundred fifty million four hundred thirty nine thousand five hundred thirty three in seven weeks. So Rise of Skywalker actually beat out Frozen two for uh, with, with four extra weeks. And finally, the number five movie was The Grudge with eleven point four million dollars, and it's only in its first weekend. So it's kind of disappointing because The Grudge is, of course, a I think it's like either a reboot or a remake of that same movie that had Sarah Michelle Gellar. So, but you guys know where I love to go. The bottom of the heap. The bottom. Exactly. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right, we have ten movies. We have ten movies that are below one thousand dollars, and we have one below one hundred. Right, so let's go for it. All right. So here are the winners. I mean, here are the winners. I mean, the losers. Uh, The first one is Sympathy for the Devil, $982. Let's see. Uh, Christ, stop at the light. Back up a minute. Wasn't Sympathy for the Devil a song by, I think, the Rolling Stones back in the day? Might have been. Okay. All right, all right, well, anyway, next up we have Price Stopped at Ebola with $864. Uh, 
Then we have Frankie with $668. Tremors with $537. The Disappearance of My Mother with $437. Give Me Liberty, $399. A German Youth, $343. I do not care if we go down in history as barbarians. Yes, that is the title of the movie. With $293. (laughs) Then, by the grace of God, it has $192. And let's get to it. Here it is. This is the one that's got under $100. So... The winner, or should I say the loser, is Chained for Life. A nice whopping $54. That's it. Shut up! (laughs) Yep. That's right. 54 bucks. That's it. Sucks to be them. Yeah, sucks to be them when the when the number one movie made like who knows like probably three million times more than that one. Did. Oh, damn! Oh. That thing you posted on the wall forty one minutes ago, and I don't on know if it's wall? Wrong or not, surely, but I'm going to be. According to Greek mythology, Chiron was half horse, half human doctor. This made him the centaur for disease control. Oh, why <laughs> Tim for that one? Actually, I I shared that from my friend's wall, so blame them. Mhm. Yeah, but anyway, um, okay, well, okay, it's actually from New York. What is it, New York? New York, okay, the New it's the New York Magazine, the magazine, and it's from Vulture.com. Uh, yes, there is a baby, there's an unofficial Baby Yoda coloring book. So if you want to print out the six pages, I'm going to give you the link. Yeah, print out the six pages and just have fun with it. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, yeah. um, Tim, this might be something interesting. Of course, I think you and I would have to watch this one. A lot of city hotel in Tokyo comes with all-you-can-eat sweets and ice cream. Oh, sign me up. (laughs) But um, don't count on me coming back, and I might just want to stay there. Yeah. Like, permanently. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, this was posted just two hours ago. So let me put that. Let me put this all over here. Yeah, I saw that. But unfortunately, I got two words for that one: diabetic coma. <laughs> I had two more words for that one: dentist Phil. Yep, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that rem- that I, I got that one from. Uh, from my friend Chris when I was telling him about that picture I had on, on my Facebook a long time ago. It was a picture of um, Wilford Brimley. Yeah. Diabetes. Three yep. simple words. Yeah, three simple words. Get 
cat lasagna. And then yep. underneath it is a picture of Wilford Brimley and it says uh, diabetes. diabetes. Mm-hmm. So when I was reading, right. uh, I was telling him about that, what, about what that said, Chris retorted two simple words, dentist bill. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, here's the story. People in Japan are going crazy for the Sweets Hotel, which serves up Koala's March Pancakes, unavailable anywhere else in the world. Hmm. What is that noise? That's what I want to know. Janet? Yeah? What's all that racket? Me getting uh, some mints out of my container. There. Yeah, because the problem is to kind of hear it into the microphone a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, a lot more than a little bit. All right. I'm done rattling the mints. Okay. And I'm going to go back this way. Yeah, it's, yeah it's just, it was just a little noise on your microphone, that's all. All right, so anyway. There we go. With, all right. Anyway, with so many hotels to choose from in and around Tokyo, it can be difficult to settle on one that meets all your needs for an ideal holiday. For lovers of iconic sweets brand Latte, however, it's spelled L-O-T-T-E, the, t- the choice has been made easy as the Latte City Hotel in Kinshicho promises to make candy dreams come true with a number of special all-you-can-eat sweet deals. Currently making a stir online with people around Japan, we were curious to see if the Lottie City Hotel really lived up to the hype. So we booked the stay. This is by the this is by the writer. So we booked the stay, and we're happy to find it was conveniently located right side right by Kinshicho Station. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's a bunch of pictures with it. Uh, after checking in, we made our way to the hotel room, which was much newer and nicer than we expected. I gotta admit, that's a nice room. It's not bad. The bathroom layout was rather unusual, but perfectly suitable for single travelers, complete with modern fittings. And I will admit, the toilet is in a rather unusual spot. <laughs> Where is it at? Um, well, it's right behind a wall, but it's like you can see the toilet sticking out a little bit. <laughs> oh, so it's a Japanese equivalent of a water closet. Yeah, you might say that. Uh, let's see. Little London uh, logos. At- Tim, do you know what a water closet is? Nope. It's a, it's a small room with just a toilet in it. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. Just a toilet. Oh, my. Good news is this has a toilet, a sink, and a shower. So, All right, but, but you know, mm-hmm. I've got an article. When you get through, surely. Ricky Gervais did not like Dame Judi Dench's role in Cats. Hmm. And I will read the article later if you do not mind. No, not at all. And don't worry, I'm, I'm, I'll, this this won't be too long because there's more pictures than anything. But anyway, um, see, little latte logos added a sweet ambience to the room, a cute little pillow, and then a coffee original blend. And the well, outside view, yeah, the outside view from the window is very gorgeous. Now, as mentioned earlier, the Lotus City Hotel has a variety of accommodation plans to choose from. And they chose the free breakfast buffet stay plan, which costs 10,700 yen or $99 for a single room. I don't know, that's not bad. We heard great things about this breakfast field, so after a good night's sleep, we jumped out of bed the next morning and made our way down to the dining area. 
There was plenty to choose from at the buffet, and we settled for a Japanese-style breakfast selection. What we were looking forward to, though, were the sweets on offer, which included three boxes of Crunky Chocolate Balls. Yes, it's okay. called Crunky. <laughs> Instead of Crunchy? Yeah, they call it Crunky. <laughs> and adorable Koala's March Pancakes modeled on Latte's famous chocolate-filled biscuits. While these cute Latte Koala faces were familiar, these pancakes were something we'd never seen before, as they're only available exclusively at the hotel. Let's see. What has everyone in Japan buzzing are these little wafer snacks you called... You missed them, on... No, I haven't. These snacks were a huge hit in the... Janet, I already have... I haven't reached that point yet. Okay. Okay. Uh, what has everyone in Japan buzzing are these little wafer snacks called Bikuriman, which translates to Surprise Man. These snacks were a huge hit in Japan after they first appeared on the market back in 1977, and many adults fondly recall the days when they saved up their pocket money to buy as many of these as possible. Uh, let's see. What makes these so popular is the sticker that comes with eat free with each wafer, kind of like, you know, the Cracker Jacks would have the freebie. Uh-huh. Let's see. These stickers became... These stickers became so highly collectible that some stores were forced to limit sales to just three for customers in the past. But here at the Lotte Hotel, each guest at the breakfast buffet can take up to ten for free. I like that penguin with the ice with the Sunday cup. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, we've been planning to open 50, but we're still happy with 10, and we've discovered each sticker inside was different. We were even happier. No matter how old you are, you're never too old for Bakuriman. Lotte City Hotel also offers all-you-can-eat sweets and ice cream plants, which we made a mental note on for the next visit. <laughs> Whether you like pancakes, chocolate, or ice cream, a stay at the Lotte City Hotel promises to deliver one of the sweetest stays in Tokyo. The only thing that could make it even more perfect would be is that they brought back the limited edition Star Wars Man, so we could collect all those sweet stickers, too. <laughs> you know what would be even be better? What's that? If that um, hotel... Wasn't that far from Akihabara? Hmm. Now that would be a question. Where would I want to find out where it is? But you know what? Well, I'll do that, Janet. I'll let you read your article while I'm looking that okay. up. Okay. All right. Uh, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. That. Excuse me. What did he say? Excuse me, what did Ricky Gervais have to say about about Dame Judi Dench? This was at the Golden Globe Awards, too. You know, okay, you know he's got a little bit of a potty mouth, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, his remarks had to be curbed for the Golden Globes. Ricky Gervais was undoubtedly going to make a few black ties a little too tight at the 2020 2020 Golden Globes, but after joking about sweatshops, Jeffrey Epstein, and pedophiles in the county, Gervais reserved his bleep jokes for old Deuteronomy herself, Dame Judi Dench, and to make a classic award show joke, making fun of the ragged reviews Katz has received, Gervais made sure to include positive reactions to the film, but Dame Judi Dench defended the film, saying it was a role she was born to play because she... What? She what? 
Because she, I can't do this next joke, he paused to laugh, because she loves nothing better than plunking herself down on the carpet, lifting her leg and licking her own expletive. Well, we can use our imaginations on that, can't we? Mm. Here's a little bit of a prick. (sighs) And since the guns were already ablazing, Gervais' second bleep was a homage to succession, and you know, the British affirmed, fuck off. Mm-hmm. Reading word for word here. Mm-hmm. A firm fuck off. He wasn't using it in vain, however. The bleep was actually in support of a cause we can all get behind. Excuse me. <coughs> Getting the winners to finally, finally keep their speeches short. If you win, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your god, and fuck off, he yelled. Brian Cox would be proud. Tonight, Ricky Gervais gets a kiss from Daddy, but probably not one from the dame. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. All right. I did some looking up for the for the Lotte City Hotel in Aki. Aki. How do you pronounce that again? Akiabra. Akiabra. Okay. Here's some good news. It's only 12 minutes apart. You're kidding. Nope. Only 12 minutes for Akihabara? Yeah. It's 4.1 kilometers from the hotel to Akihabara. Damn. Oh, wow. This is the the right one, right? Akihabara, Taito City, Tokyo, Japan? That would be one for Sam. Mm-hmm. Is that the right one? Like I said, if I win, I may not come back. (laughs) <laughs> we gotta decide whether we really want me to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if it's Akihabara, Taito City, Tokyo, Japan, then yeah, it's just twelve minutes. <laughs> Bam. But yeah, there's a lot. Let's see, I'm looking at this map, courtesy of Google. Thank you. There's a Soka Hospital, uh, Johto Hospital. Oh my God, Tobacco and Salt Museum. Oh, those hospitals would be great for people who overeat too many sweets. Mm-hmm. Okay, your turn for the article, Shirley. Okay. Let's see, I'm just looking at this map, but I'm, I'm finding some really interesting things. There's Kiba Park, the Tomioka Hachimangu Shrine, Fukagawa Ito Museum. <laughs> it's like, there are some really neat places here. There it is, Toyo University Hakusan campus. But boy, there's like there's like ten hospitals within within like five miles of each other. I was I was just curious because like how far is it? But it turns out the I mean it's it's just a twelve it's like a twelve minute drive. That's it. <laughs> oh my gosh, Saitama. It's like one of the um one of the ter- oh, I don't know what you call it. I don't know what you call a state or something in Japan, but prefecture. It's like, prefecture. Prefecture. Thank you. Appreciate it. A so prefecture, prefecture in Japan. Tim, correct me if I'm wrong, but a prefecture in Japan is like the equivalent of a county or a parish is in the United States. I would say more like a state in the United States. I think a state. 
Okay. All right. Well, it should be a statement. Mhm. <clears throat> it's like so. That's where that guy from One Punch got his name, Saitama. <laughs> Saitama Prefer. Yeah, that's uh, just north of Tokyo, I believe. Yeah. Mhm. Like literally just north, like it borders it. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. There's the Tokyo Prefecture right there, so. Yeah, let's see. Ah, I found Kawasaki. <laughs> oh, my. And there's Chiba. <laughs> Maybe one of these days I'll go back. I mean, go to Okinawa again, because I, I, I was born on the military base there, so. Hey, if you go, I'll go with you. Okay. Oh, speaking of I would going, ask to, I would ask to go, but again, if I did, I probably wouldn't come back. So. Yeah. Probably because, FaceTime or something instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I know. I know. I had posted something because, you know, Tokyo is hosting the Summer Olympics this year. Oh, yeah. So... What they are doing, they are giving away 50,000 free flights. Okay. But you're going to have to go through a little bit of a hoop to do this. So so let me post it. You see, I posted it, like, back on New Year's Eve. But I'm going to post it in both places. So bear with me. Growl. Growl. <laughs> All right, so here's what's going on. Japan Airlines to give away 50,000 free flights to international visitors in 2020. The National Carrier of Japan will give free domestic round-trip flights around the country this summer. So here's what's going on. Travelers headed to Japan this summer can apply for free flights to other destinations around the country. Tokyo-based Japan Airlines will begin accepting applications for 50,000 free round-trip tickets from February 2020. The initiative is supported by Japan's Tourism Agency and the Japan National Tourism Organization as a way to encourage visitors coming to the country for the 2020 Summer Olympics to explore more than just the tourist hotspots such as Tokyo and Kyoto. I am down for that. I would love to be able to do that. Now here's where it gets fun. Travelers will have to be ready for an adventure as the round-trip flight will be to a surprise destination. When applying, visitors will be able to select from four places across the country. However, travelers won't be told until three days before they travel which destination they'll be flying to. Woohoo! Applications can be submitted in groups of up to four people, and there will be a choice of departure and arrival times. JAL will also give travelers information on sightseeing, tours, and local attractions in the destination selected to make trip planning smoother. Information regarding accommodation is yet to be released. All 50,000 free tickets will depart from Tokyo Haneda Airport or Osaka, and the trips need to take place between July and September. To qualify, travelers need to be registered in JAL's airline loyalty program and hold a passport issued by a country other than Japan. I just happen to have the passport. Uh, Japanese passport holders that have permanent residence in another country can also apply to see more of their home country. When boarding the free flights, travelers will be asked for proof that they visited Japan during the summer period. Interested travelers can find out more online. 
tourism is booming in Japan. In 2018, over 31 million international travelers visited the country, according to data from Tourism Japan. Visitors that miss out on the free flights can still enjoy a variety of other offers to celebrate Japan hosting the 2020 Summer Olympics. These include discounted flights on selected international and domestic routes, cashback offers on shopping, half-priced luggage storage services, and lower entrance fees and his, at, at historical attractions such as Samurai Heritage Towns. Ooh, I like that. So it's like I would be down. I would be down for that because, you know, the hot spots are agree, but I like to see other places too. You know, I would like to see other places. What I saw is that damn, that's cool. Let's see. Oh yes, we've had a couple. We we have had a couple of deaths too. Like on Christmas morning, uh, Patricia Alice Albrecht. The name may not be familiar, but if you remember her, if you remember watching Jam and the Holograms in the '80s, she was the voice of Pizzazz for the Misfits. She died on Christmas Day. Oh. <clears throat> oh yeah. No. Yeah. And the one thing I always love about Pizzazz. Those screams, the her tantrum screams. <laughs> oh my! But yeah, she died. She died Christmas morning at her home in Nashville. Turns out she was very sick. Mhm. So. Yeah, but I'll tell you something. There's a there are a lot of stories that will definitely make a make a great thing on Thursday for the first free for all because boy, there's a bunch. <laughs> yeah, and then let's see. Teacher gives anatomy lesson in full body suit that maps entire human body in extreme detail. Uh, yeah, I know somebody else who did that. His name was Slim Goodbody. I remember seeing that when I was a lot younger. Me too. I remember seeing that. So it's like, well, I don't know why everybody's so alarmed by it, because somebody else did it when we were kids. (laughs) So fair is fair. That's the end, of course. Uh, Last week, last week, you know, if Stan Lee were still alive, he would have been 97 years old. Guess what I played back this afternoon on YouTube? What'd you play back this afternoon? It was the um, Endgame cast saying we didn't light the fire. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And I love that image of Stan Lee at the very end of the song. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you something. I don't know about you guys, but over the past couple of weeks, I have been seeing posts all over the place about... It takes second to share. We've got missing kids. There's only one problem. All these kids have already been found safe. In one case, it was some, someone was found in December of 2018. I think part of the problem is people are programmed when they see these posts to share it out because they don't know whether or not the person has actually been found or not. 
Right. And what and I think what's happening is it's beginning it's I feel like it's becoming more detrimental because it's taking away from the people who actually are missing right now. Um how about the one where they posted of Nichelle Nichols having a stroke? And it turns out that no, yeah, I got warned about that this morning by one of my friends. Um, he lives he lives in Bur- he lives close to Birmingham, and he he runs one of the uh, Starfleet International Star uh, Star Trek clubs up there. He said there's a story circulating about Nichelle Nichols having a stroke. The problem is she did have a stroke in 2015. The dead giveaway in the story is her age. The story says she's 82. Nichelle Nichols is 87 now, not 82. So that gave it away right there. So if you see that story circulating, please don't share it because it is a very old story. (laughs) I'm laughing at this picture. It's Scott Pillitepeg. You remember the old... um game when we were little duck duck goose yes mm-hmm. somebody arranged ducks and goose, geese in a meat department at a grocery store it's just when the meat manager has a sense of humor duck duck goose duck duck goose duck duck goose <laughs> Very <laughs> I clever. see what you did there but you know I agree it is taking away from the real story, you know. Yeah, because I know there's at least one that boy in Ohio, he's still missing. Uh-huh. I remember what his name is. Uh Harley Dilly. He is still missing. And I know I think I think as far as I know there's those two kids in Idaho. I forgot their names off the top of my head, but they're still missing. Now the good news is I haven't really seen that many today. Maybe I'm beginning to wonder if Facebook has cracked down on these guys or, you know, people have reported them saying, look, is there a way to stop spreading these ones because they've already been found? Because I keep seeing this one about the two kids in the Bronx, okay? And I had to put it on my wall. I said, before you share that, understand this. The two kids were found just a few hours later at their grandmother's house on December 12th. And they're still saying, look out for them, huh? Yeah, because it's it's those. It's, well, the posts are called. It takes seconds to share, and I feel yeah. like okay, look. And I mean, I've been looking everyone up, and just about every one of the kids have been found safe. And I know, like I said, in one case, the child was found safe in December of 2018. So it's like, why are you sharing this? It's like Tim said. All that it it's is automatic. All it it's is automatic. All it is is clickbait for the. Advertisers, when you do, yeah. Because the problem is, I was looking up to see is 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 this uh, station in Chicago legitimate? Yes, it is. But I have a noticing. I have not been noticing as many. Yeah, I have not been noticing as many in the last couple days. I think they have finally figured this out. So I've got to get into a habit of fact checking before I post something. Because remember what I posted and I took it right down. Yeah. But you informed me that it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. Are you still but, with us, yeah. Jim? Yes, Jan. I okay. I'm not going to be here. Okay. Well, let's see. Um, 
There's something interesting, and this has been confirmed, by the way. Uh, you know Dennis Haysbert, right? He's been in those Allstate commercials. He's been on the unit. I believe he he did. He's done. Um, I think he was the president. Is he Mayhem? Is he Mayhem? No, he's, no, no, no. He's not Mayhem. Oh, is it that's the dude with him. glasses in the museum? Yeah, uh, no, that's uh, J.K. Simmons for uh, Farmers okay. Insurance. Uh huh. But anyway, um, <clears throat> but anyway, uh, Dennis Haysbert has been cast as the voice of God in the fifth and final season of Lucifer. <laughs> I'm trying to picture who he is. Okay, um, do you remember a show called The Unit? Yes. That he was, was in um, that one. Okay. I can look it up later. And and he's in those all state commercials where he says, Are you in good hands? Like that. <laughs> oh yeah, him. Okay. Oh my. Yeah. That's him. But yes, he will be cast as God uh, in season, the fifth and final season of Lucifer. Of course, that's going to be on Netflix. And by the way, uh, something else to note. If uh, you missed the first three pieces of the crisis on Infinite Earths, the first part aired tonight. Uh, the second part and the Black Lightning episode both aired tomorrow. And then part three will air next Monday night, uh, I believe at 8 o'clock Eastern. Because that'll lead right into the grand finale on the 14th. Well, I'll know better than to call you Monday. Oh, my. Well, no, actually, it's more like Tuesday. Because I've already seen the first three parts, so I can go in and out. It doesn't bother me at all. And by the way, for those of you who uh, have not watched Black Lightning, you might want to watch this particular episode because it's a very crucial one as to how Black Lightning gets into the crisis. Because that's what a lot of people didn't catch. Like, where did Black Lightning go from? Like, you should have watched that episode. <laughs> well, I'm not into Marvel, DC, superhero I know, shows. I know. Oh, no, I know but, that, but I'm just saying, you know, some people may have wondered, how did Black Lightning get in there? It's like, if you had watched Black Lightning last night, you would have known. Because <laughs> just as, because, you know, spoiler, there's a spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it, but just as, um, Freeland's about to disintegrate into nothingness. Black Lightning disappears, and then you see Gamby, Lynn, and Anissa. They all basically disintegrate. <laughs> so. <laughs> that is so cute. What is it? There is a puppy. Her name is Lucy, and she was born with a selfie of her on her left ear. Oh. She has her face turned to the left in profile. And you uh-huh. see another picture of, like, a selfie on the spots on her ear. I know what. I'm going to save that so I can show it later. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Junk call. Uh. Oh, speaking of junk, speaking of junk calls, let's see, Jana. I think you're the one who told me about this. Um, there's something where if you don't want to deal with those, um, if you don't want to deal with those, um, you know, robocalls like, hey, come vote for this, blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? 
Um, There is now something where they will, if they will, they will basically intercept your. um, Just like they did. Just like they did. Mm hmm. And they will intercept it. It's called Nomo Robo. And I swear to God, I found it's like, oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Do you have to pay a fee for yours? No, I do not. And it works. Occasionally, a few will get through. Occasionally, a few will get through. But nine times out of ten, they don't. Right. And beware, because sometimes they'll call you with your own phone number. Yeah, that's true. And I will tell you this right now. Um... I've noticed uh, there have been a lot of people starting to get um, text messages from political candidates. And it's like, ah, you ain't doing that with me. So, but like I said, unfortunately, because of the simple fact that there's going to be, that this year is a big election year. You can bet there's going to be a lot of people saying, "Hey, vote for me!" And like, "Hey, uh, candidate B, candidate B didn't do, candidate B isn't supporting this." Blah 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 blah. It's like, oh boy, here we go. And Trump is going to bash them all. Yeah. Vote, vote blue. Yep. Yeah. I trust like Jack, that. so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, here's Let's something get politics Josh... out of it and get back on track. Yeah. Well, anyway, here's something interesting. Uh, Josh Johnson, uh, he posted this five hours ago. He's, the, he's our chief meteorologist here. Five to six days before a storm system arrives, we can identify the general pattern and assess how favorable it is for storms. Saturday certainly looks favorable, but the small-scale details that will determine how this plays out won't be apparent until later this week. Okay, so this is how he does the picture. In fact, here's what I'm going to do. I am going to uh, send the link to the picture to everybody, so. La-da-da-dee. La-da-da-dee is right. La-da-da-dee. There we go. Oh, my. Well, anyway, here's how it is. Uh, five to six days. We identify general setup and possibilities. You pay attention to the forecast. Confidence? Fuzzy. I like that. Uh, three to four days. We discuss broad timing and possible impacts. You consider how storms could change plans. Confidence? Low. One to two days. We provide specifics on timing and impact. You, source of warnings? Where will I go? Confidence is medium. Um... Day of, we track storms giving specific advice. You watch, prepare to act. Warning, act now. Confidence high. Let's see. <laughs> okay, now here's some comments here. Uh, therefore, you are apparently identifying as all other new, neutral meteorologists, no matter what the neutrality of the identity of this apparent system that um, could be or could not be somewhat aggressively somewhat apparent. <laughs> I have no clue what he's talking about. And I love this next one. I'm going to need you to have this storm sign up for the NFL draft and leave Bama. <laughs> well, 
I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I've said it to my mom a few times and Jack a few times. The only thing that's predictable about the weather is its unpredictability. Yep, exactly. And I mean, I mean, you know, if, if when they're starting to say this that far ahead, I'll admit that makes me a little nervous because I already told my mother straight up. I said, "Look, mom, there's a chance of some severe weather Saturday. Like, looks like the most likely time is in the afternoon and evening. I don't want to go anywhere." And she said, "Okay, we'll do that. We won't go anywhere." Well, if the weather doesn't come in till nighttime, you can take that damn mad dash, right? Yeah, well, what we're going to do is we're still going to go to the commissary on Saturday morning anyway. That's not going to matter. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, ever since – I'll tell you this. Ever since um, ever since April 27, 2011, no one has taken anything lightly here. Yeah, because so, too many people got killed that year, too. Uh-huh. In fact, that one outbreak alone, more than 350 people were killed, and um, two more than 250 was right here in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Was that the one we saw that hit Tuscaloosa? No. The one we were looking at in 2009 was hitting Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah, was that the one where we were watching the radar and we could see debris clouds? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that would have scared the ever loving. I'll tell you what, I would have dropped a litter of kittens, a litter of puppies, shit in my pants. Mm-hmm. You get the general idea. Yep. Let's see. Okay. All right. Yeah, but, yeah, but I'll tell you this. I mean, I felt I I binge watched The Mandalorian. Okay. It's like I see. I saw the first episode like, a, like a week after the Disney Plus thing had started. I liked it. Then I watched the second episode, and I said, you know what, this is pretty good. Watched the third one. I fell asleep at some parts. I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to go back and watch again. So on New Year's Day, I decided to binge watch the rest of it, and it's like, oh my god, this is the future of Star Wars. I'm loving it. Excuse me. Your excuse. <laughs> sorry, that's dinner talking. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, sweetie. Honey Badger doesn't give a shit. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Honey Badger. <laughs> By the oh, way, yes. This, yeah, that this is that's one of my my brand new sound my brand new sound bites, and you know who said it? Betty, Betty White. Betty White. Yep. Because I, 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 well, I like that story you told when they were doing Three's Company. Yeah. Uh, what was it she said? No, the, no, no. There, there, she was doing a show called Hot in Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. And there was a now there was one part there was one of the bloopers where the director yells action Valerie and Valerie's like I know. I know what action means. And then Betty chimes in, so do I, but it's been so long. <laughs> She's in her 90s and still acts. Oh, yeah. She is 94 or 5, I think. <clears throat> I think she, yeah, let me double check. Hang on. Let's see. 
Betty White age, 97. She's going to try and hang on to her career like George Burns did for so long. Yep. In 2020, you are not allowed to take her. No. That's the rules. Sorry. They've already taken two people. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not. It's not allowed to take Betty White, though. No. Others, sure, but not Betty White. Oh, you are nice. Why? You, are, are you suggesting you want Betty White to? to no, no, make it's her not that. that. I, <laughs> I, I, I rest my case then. <laughs> Let's see. Um. I did not know this. Betty White was born in Oak Park, Illinois. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, and see, oh my gosh, she had done a voice in Toy Story Four. Does it say which part? Uh, let me find out. Hold on. All right, where's the cast? Where's the cast? Where's the cast? (laughs) Thankfully, not on my leg. (laughs) There it is, full cast and crew. Uh, Let's see. There it is, Betty White. Oh, God. Betty White. Her character was Bitey White. Bitey White? Yep. Oh my. Nice little play on her name. Yeah. Oh, that's not the only one. Listen to this. Carl Reiner. Carl Reinerosaurus. Clever. That is bad. Let's see. Carol Burnett. Cheryl Burnett. <laughs> Let's see. Mel Brooks. Melephant Brooks. Oh, oh my God! Carl Weathers, Combat Carls. <laughs> oh my! Must have been one of the Green Army men. No, yeah, I think I think he had his own figurine. Let's see. Oh yeah, of course. There's Keanu Reeves' Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. Oh dear. Yeah, Duke Kaboom. <laughs> oh my. Oh brother, even even Timothy Dalton was in there as Mr. Prickle Pants. Oh my. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. P- oh my. Prickle Pants? Mr. Oh Prickle Pants. Yes. Oh my. <laughs> hey Tim. I think I liked you better as a rogue time lord. Oh my. No, he was in a um episode of Doc of the old school Doctor Who. He was a rogue time lord. Yeah. Mhm. Yes, he was. Better yet, I believe, James Bond. Better I believe yet, he showed, yeah. I believe Timothy showed up in Doctor Who um uh, to uh stop the master and the doctor. Of course that didn't work. <laughs> That was in uh, the Five Doctors, wasn't it? No, uh, that we're talking about David Tennant. So no, okay, you're talking about David Tennant. Okay, yeah. 
Let's look at the time. Uh, I got about three four minutes on my clock. Okay. All right, we'll go by your clock. Okay. Well, anyway, um, you know, we're back. Starting to get back in the swing of things. It's going to take us a few. It'll take us about a week or two. And hopefully by next month, we will be on Spreaker. Seriously. We just need to figure out how this all works. That's all. <laughs> As yeah, I did just some testing on it. I did some testing on it myself. The sound quality is great. It's just we got it. We just need to get ourselves together and make sure this works for all of us. Mm-hmm. So for well, now, though, you're stuck with us here. Yeah. Oh, uh, Saja so said, oh don't, forget the don't forget the war with Iran is starting soon. I hope not. Well, we're all hoping that too. You know, in in reality, I really don't want to. I really don't like to talk about that idea anyway. You know. Yeah. Well, I have a nephew that uh, we hope and pray doesn't get deployed. Yeah, I've got a nephew myself, but so far, um, he's not. So, but you know, knock on wood. Yeah, so it could happen, but hopefully. But anyway, um, here's what we got. Uh, tomorrow, of course, is New Car Spill Tuesday. Wednesday, we're taking that day off because we need to, we need to plan out our shows. And by the way, we got something new coming on a Wednesday. It'll be coming soon. It's called The Review Review. Basically, we're going to spend a whole show reviewing, you know, I could be reviewing TV shows. Tim could be reviewing a movie or a paranormal book or a combination Mike, of – Mike, or a combination of two, or Mike and I can be reviewing video games. Yeah, there you go. We, we're, exactly. What we're basically you doing mind if I just taking – this Go ahead. Is taking the reviews from the Friday Night Mad Libs and bringing it into a whole new show and expanding the process to cover the full hour by allowing mm-hmm. each member of the team to review something from their, how shall we say, specialty. Yeah. That is, like Shirley said, she can do her, her uh, weekly reviews on Wednesday. Rather mm-hmm. than on Friday, so we could have a full hour movie. Yeah, and what gets reviewed on a show a, a basis going forward is really going to depend on what's available. And mm-hmm. for those weeks when the review review is not going to be available in the rotation, Shirley could do her weekly reviews on Friday as she had been doing. So right. when the review review comes up. She could do it on that day to give us a full hour of Mad Libs on those Fridays. And on exactly. the off weeks when we have Food Fascinations or Secrets of the Unknown or Attention to One, she could do those reviews on Friday as she currently does. Yeah. I've a question. Mm-hmm. Well, would a review of my new headphones I got for Christmas count? Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, it could be but, like reviewing a product, a movie, a TV show, a book, you know. Yep. Because I got a real cool pair of LG cordless, cordless Bluetooth earbuds. And I didn't think that I was going to like it because of the fact that it is earbuds. Yeah. Well... 
guess what? We're going to have to stop here because we're just about out of time. <laughs> so seriously. Oh, my. Yeah. So in fact, it's 10 o'clock now. Yeah, but anyway, um, I'm going to say right now, please remember to follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle there is BTA underscore TIP. And follow us at our website, beyondtheairwaves.weebly.com. If you ever miss an episode, there are three ways you can catch up. First, there's the Stitcher.com app available on iTunes, Google Play, and the Amazon Kindle Store. Second, you can listen to or download full episodes of the show from blogtalkradio.com. And finally, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a search in the podcast for Beyond the Airwaves, and you'll find many of our episodes there. So with that in mind, I'm going to say love, peace, and chicken grease. Everybody have a great night, sleep well, stay safe, and we'll see you tomorrow for new Car Smell Tuesday. Except for Tim, because he'll be at the rabbit hole per usual. <laughs> That's right. tonight and by the way thank you to ghost hack for those music samples they are absolutely wonderful <laughs> anyway we might as well end the night with our usual stuff you i almost had him i had him i almost had him <laughs> you stuttering prick you shut up <laughs> and we got this i'm good mm-hmm. i'm good uh-huh uh-huh i'm good And finally... No. 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 You got that right. No. 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 Shut up. (laughs) One more for the road. Okay. 45. Give us 45. All right. 45 coming up. Right. Let me go find it right here. We are going to make America great again. Poppycock. I beg your pardon. I said the puppet gun. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all for tonight. Have a great night, and we'll see you tomorrow. Good night, Shut y'all. Yeah. Good night, Buenas everybody. Buenas noches, mis